0: If you've ever thought, well, (laughs) I'm just a clumsy person, it could be ADHD. And not just because you might not have been paying attention to what you were doing. The science might just surprise you, including an eye condition your eye doctor might not know about. Does ADHD make you clumsy? And if so, what can you do? Let's go find out together right now. Hi, I'm David. Maybe something about my story will sound familiar to you. I was a business owner working in marketing who had somehow managed to make it all the way to my 40s before I discovered that the thing that was torpedoing my world was ADHD. So I went on a quest. I was looking for a coach and I found the amazing Dana Rayburn. I saw such dramatic results that I thought, more people need a dose of Dana in their lives. And the Kick Some ADHD podcast was born. Oh, oh! God, sorry about that. Hey, Dana, did I? I are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Dana. Are you okay? Yeah, all right. I mean, I didn't need that foot. I have another one. <laughs> yeah. Times in my life I've used a line like that. Like, I didn't need that. I I've got another one. (laughs) (laughs) I've never used that one.
1: You might hear that one
0: from me in the future. Yeah. Why is that? Dana, are you are you clumsy? Oh, David, I am clumsy. And what
1: we're talking about today in the Kick Some ADHD podcast is episode 134. Does ADHD make you clumsy?
0: Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh, another, thing <laughs> another thing we get to blame on ADHD. Another
1: thing we get to blame on
0: ADHD. I thought it was just me. I really did. I thought, oh, I'm just a clumsy per I didn't, I, I didn't spend a lot of time thinking about it, but in my life, it's just been amusing, the number of things I've crashed into, <laughs> you know, spills, accidents. Ugh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, it's what we do. And the reason we're talking about this today, David, is because <laughs> I once again have another broken bone in my foot. Oh, um, no. And it is, I can tie it directly back to not paying attention
0: oh,
1: and no. be doing something stupid, which many of my other broken and breaks and sprains, I can do the same exact thing. However, <sighs> When we start looking at it, we, I always knew ADHD made us clumsy, but I hadn't really done a lot of research in it. And what has got me going was I started talking to clients and stuff. Hey, you know, and there's, and our, I probably broke my foot again. And they would laugh and say, oh, my gosh, and come up with their stories.
0: Oh, my gosh, really? Yeah. I mean, that is yeah. just so much. Are you going to tell us how you broke your foot now? Or is that is that not safe for podcasting?
1: Oh, it's safe for podcasting. No, I was, we have a steep driveway and uh-huh. I went up to take, you know, I, how will you get the garbage cans out in the winter? Sure. It's still, it's dark. And mm. I oh, had, right, cause, you know, yeah. I had some, some bones and stuff that I wanted to put in the garbage can and I went up okay, in the dark. Okay, not I,
0: your bones. Okay. No,
1: not my bones. I even took a flashlight Okay. And walked up the driveway and coming down the driveway, I had the flashlight pointed in the right direction, but I wasn't looking. I was Scott was in the <laughs> house. I could see him through the window and I was looking at Scott and thinking, I wonder what he's doing. And boom, I tripped over a pine cone and fell. Oh, and my oh. ankle went crack. Oh. Oh. Yeah.
0: So hence the boot thing. Right. Yeah, hence the boot
1: thing that I'm yeah, hobbling around in. Yeah.
0: Oh God, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. It happened. I, I don't, I know. you know, thankfully I've only had one broken bone in my life. It was a fractured ankle and it was because somebody was bouncing me on a trampoline. I was like six and they were bigger than me. And so like I was going higher cause they would hit just before me, you know, but I yeah. went so high that when I, I didn't know where I was in space. And so when I came back down, my foot wasn't quite ready and you know, that's yeah. the only so that, broken didn't know, bone. So I don't know.
1: That's probably yeah. not an ADHD thing, is it?
0: I know, but I've but so many so many bruises, sprains, crashes. <laughs> yeah. You
1: know, yeah. Exactly. Spells.
0: Yeah. Exactly. So, exactly. so our wow. question
1: is: Does ADHD make you clumsy? And oh man, yes it does. And we have reasons and data today.
0: I know. And there's another, there's like a fun biological component that is not necessarily related to paying attention that could be at play. So I'm excited to talk about all of this.
1: There's actually two, three of them. Yeah. Three, oh, whoa, whoa, three. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you'll, you'll see as we go through and I, cause I was of course doing some research and our friends at the National Institute of Health have um, done some research on this.
0: Oh, interesting! Yeah, I man. Like it. Yeah, man. I know. Uh, all right. Well, good. So well, this if is fun you're, stuff.
1: Yeah, if you're like me, David and listeners, I've been teased my whole life for being a klutz. Okay. And you know, have you and and bumps and bruises and not really knowing where they come from and the broken bones and can't walk a straight line, and it's just the way that I've moved through my world. One of my um, nicknames is Dippy. Dip, Dippy? Dippy.
0: Okay. (laughs) Hang on, I'm writing this down. Dippy. No,
1: you may not use it. I don't want to hear this from anybody else.
0: Dippy. Okay, all right. Well, who calls you Dippy Dippy and why?
1: (laughs) Well, nobody calls me that much anymore, thank you. Um, But it was just because I would do stupid things. Stupid physical stuff.
0: Oh. Oh, dippy like like you're a dip. Like uh, Yeah. Like you're kinda dippy. Oh, okay. All right. I yeah, figured. I'm, okay, I'm, I'm, fi- I'm picturing I don't know, like dipping, like dancing. Well, I, I could
1: know. be no dipping could be falling and I don't know. Anyway, but so if you I make it sound like the people in my world are awful and but I I really is something to be teased about because
0: it's just you know Oh But we No We, we don't want really to make fun of you no, I mean No No And good fun You know Yeah, yeah. But But yeah Okay yeah No I've been I, I've been accused of being a klutz I think I think some Somehow I've managed to, to This is one that I managed to mask pretty well <laughs> So it's usually when I'm by myself that I crash into something or like, hey, they just put that wall there, you know, like,
1: like where did <laughs> yeah, <come from? laughs> where'd that wall come from?
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's one that I've walked by every day for 25 years. But no, hey, <laughs> like, and, you know, I'm oddly, like, I have good spatial orientation, usually, usually. But then once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. yeah. So clumsy happens clumsy
1: happens it's the clumsy gene
0: <laughs> i guess oh so i guess gosh. so and so i guess when i learned that this was an adhd related thing i just always assumed it was because like you right looking somewhere else <laughs> mm-hmm. you know yeah. attention yeah. is and not on the yeah
1: right being impulsive looking somewhere else distracted being excited and i can i can correlate four of the last five injuries to that however okay. One of them, I crashed a moped that I shouldn't have been riding or driving. Oh. Um, Cheers. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, um, they. <laughs> that's a whole nother story. It's um, there are reasons underlying it, and then I can connect it to the fact that I was either acting impulsively or I just wasn't paying attention.
0: Sure, impulse, I- impulse control, and attention. Those are yeah. those are those are two easy causes yeah. of crashes of yeah. various kinds or klutzy klutzy activities. Right.
1: Yeah. Agreed. So here's what I realized David in in as I was being upset I allowed myself to be angry at myself for one evening after I did my okay. foot this time and it's nice not a bad break. it's just six weeks in a boot you know it's not it's no surgery, nothing it's just boom um no pun intended and yeah. but I was lying there being angry at myself for my one evening I was allowed to do that and I, started thinking Simone Biles has ADHD and I don't I know and I don't see her breaking bones so there I am comparing myself to the greatest of all times gym, gymnast
0: Olympic athlete extraordinaire not yeah I'm, the goat I love that yes I yes. love that
1: so yeah. Dana and Simone Biles are in the same frame I know. Isn't that ridiculous? Because Because why not? not? (laughs) (laughs) I don't see Simone Biles tripping off the balance beam.
0: Wow. Wow. Isn't that ridiculous? I mean, it's, it's, it's identify. I I can identify with this. I mean, I don't think of myself as a gymnast, but I do. (laughs) I mean, I I have these delusions uh, of my own.
1: (laughs) just well she's got adhd why is it after you know oh dana come on stop it yeah anyway yeah what can you oh, do well. but with some of our mental antics but laugh
0: it's true it's true at least we can entertain ourselves
1: <laughs> all right so let's get into the deets here david why are we clumsy
0: okay well the, the Make- shall we start with the weirdest biological one
1: yeah, the one you're I, you're you're doing, and I have I, I he think, didn't put any notes in our document, so I have no idea what he's going to say.
0: You know, I just impulsively did my own research and didn't, you know. But anyway, so um, this one is really odd, and, and and like the other two that we're going to talk about in a minute, I, I had heard of. I had never heard of vertical heterophoria until I want to say about a year and a half, 2019, I'll call it 2019, about a year and a half after I got diagnosed. And I actually don't know if I have this. Okay. So vertical heterophoria, you're like, okay, that's a lot of syllables, right? What is vertical heterophoria? It's actually a very subtle misalignment of your eyes. And so it's a it's a binocular vision dysfunction. So like we've talked about binaural beats. I think we all know what binoculars are, right? When you have you ever have you ever had a pair of binoculars, Dana? Well, you you're a birder, of course. Right? Yeah, we've got like five of them sitting on our dining room table. So you know like when you adjust them, <laughs> like the the not uh-huh. the focus, but, but like where the where
1: you've got the two sides that you need to come and bring into a Yeah,
0: line. and you can kinda of like angle them together or apart or whatever. And you know that like sort of disorienting moment when You've got them, like, not quite aligned correctly. And, and like, your your balance is just like, whoa, wait, what up? You know, like, you're glad you're uh-huh. not in motion. <laughs> you yes. know, when you're doing that. This is kind of like that. And it's very hard to detect because the brain actually compensates for ver- vertical heterophoria all the time when you have it. And what's really bizarre, Dana, is it doesn't show up on any normal eye exam. So, yeah. If you go to an eye doctor and you get checked out and they tell you that you're, you know, uh, you have myopia or, or you're farsighted, I always forget the term for that one, and, or you have astigmatism or whatever, your eye doctor can detect all of these other things. But if you want to have a test for vertical heterophoria, you have to go to someone who has a very uh, specialized uh, training and they mm-hmm. do a binocular vision exam. And at the end of the day, if they diagnose you with vertical heterophoria and something like, I forget that I was going to try to find the statistic because naturally I didn't make a note of that one. It's something like a 45% correlation with ADHD. In other words, if you have vertical heterophoria, you are far more likely to have ADHD than not. Um, Is it, Sorry,
1: cl- yeah. does it cause clumsiness? But I, th- in my yeah. opinion knowledge it also causes reading difficulties
0: it causes a bunch of stuff all right so here's what happens if you have vertical heterophoria the brain is working overtime to try to create the stereo image um if you've ever done one of those um oh shoot what are they called were you were you the magic eye puzzle yeah things? the magic
1: eye thing uh-huh
0: where you have to cross your eyes you know that at some point your brain kind of locks in and it goes oh Hey, there's the little hidden thing that you were supposed to find. Well, if you have vertical hetero heterophoria, your brain is kind of doing that trick all the time with all of the things around you. And so your eye muscles work overtime. So you end up with eye strain. And mm-hmm. they they can be they can that can hurt. It can be an ache. And then you can also not only are your eye muscles working overtime, but then you can also get motion sickness a lot more easily. You can okay. have anxiety. Because subconsciously, your brain is trying to tell you that the world doesn't quite make sense the way you think it does. And then you get, uh, uh, oftentimes people have vertigo, vertigo, sorry, they have neck pain. And of course, they crash into stuff because actually somebody with vertical heterophoria will, this overlaps a little bit with one of the things I think you're going to talk about, Dana, but like you'll, you'll be much more likely to walk into stuff because your brain is compensating your your stereo image and mm-hmm. what one eye is seeing your other eye, your brain throws it away. And so you actually just crash into something and it's very hard to walk a straight line. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, that
1: straight line thing. Yeah. So David and I um, I was talking to a vision therapist a couple years ago and mm. she said a lot of the kids in her practice are, they have ADHD so I yeah. hadn't connected the term the vertical heterophoria but that's what she's working on
0: I'm pretty sure that my child has this because mm-hmm. the if you're in the passenger seat of a car for example, you know um, you tend to get really dizzy anxious and and yeah. nauseated yeah. and my child can't ride almost can't ride in the back seat anymore it just has to be in the passenger seat so that they can look out the front window. Yeah, you know, and it doesn't affect you as much if you're driving for whatever reason. If you're the if you're the driver, mm-hmm. um, because your brain is is doing other things. But it's 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 very interesting stuff, and um and it and it it's one of those hidden things. Like a, an eye doctor typically will not diagnose they it. They won't
1: find it. They yeah. won't find it.
0: Which yeah. makes it so frustrating. So that's why I haven't. Uh, it also leads to migraines, by the way. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, when, can, and there's yeah, a big really...
1: connection between ADHD and migraines. Exactly, so it can be really de- debilitating, and you may have, especially if you're a parent and your kid, you've taken them to eye doctor after eye doctor, and they keep coming back and saying your vision's perfect.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, and yeah. there's all these other problems going on. The good news is vertical heterophoria can be treated with special glasses. And of mm-hmm. course you have to get the diagnosis and you have to get a special prescription but like people talk about how that when they put the glasses on that suddenly all these symptoms just evaporate pain yeah. in their neck or anxiety or dizziness yeah. and nausea and all that stuff so yeah something worth looking into if you if you think you might have it
1: Yeah so a very a a vision therapist is the person to see and there aren't a lot of them out there
0: It's yeah. hard to find yeah, there's uh there's a um uh I have a link I'll share it in the show notes for how okay. to find a thanks, doctor David. yeah an eye doctor okay uh, that will do this
1: okay yep. excellent thanks David thank you yeah yeah all right well, so the you. next one the next actual biological thing and is the postural sway and this is more <laughs> known than the vertical right. heterophoria um, research shows that. With ADHD, postural sway is a deal, and it means that physical balance—you're not—you're okay. Let me back up. Physical balance is the ability to maintain a line of gravity to sort of you stand firmly without swaying very much, or just a little bit. But with postural sway, there's a horizontal movement off the center of gravity, even when a person is standing still. So yep. that's the balance issue. If you have postural sway, and it's also you can't walk in a straight line. Yeah, that's yeah. one of the jokes in in w- with my family is if we're trying to walk side by side like down a sidewalk or something like that, I'm zigzagging. I'm not zigzagging, but I'm listing all over the You're place. Subtly, so suddenly, yeah. and it, yeah. I, I'm running Scott off into the gutter, or <laughs> I'm or off into the lawn or something because it's I'm not able to walk in a straight line.
0: Yeah. And do you tend, do you have like a favorite direction that you tend to list or is it, or does it go back and forth?
1: It's typically I list to the right.
0: You list to starboard.
1: (laughs) Yes. She's listing to starboard. (laughs) I'm listing to the starboard.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I have to think about it because I think I list the other way, but it's also because I have a, a hip alignment problem. Okay. And I think that's my shorter leg is my left leg.
1: Yeah. So if we're walking, if we're walking along and I'm on the left side, Scott will say stop and he'll go on. It will switch sides.
0: So if you and I were walking side by side and and you were on the left, we would have a problem because I list, I list a port (laughs) and you list a (laughs) star.
1: We'd look like a a dna whatever the thready thing is called oh yeah, the, the, the double helix we definitely the shouldn't try helix. the monkey's
0: walk at the beginning of the monkeys you know when they would step over each other's legs and do the, the shouldn't do that that's that shouldn't would not go that. well
1: <laughs> so that's postural sway um another thing is with adhd is it is proven that there's we have poor motor coordination. There's a disconnect between what you want your body to do and the ability to do it. So it's Mm. kind of of like a short circuit, connecting the body movement with the muscle memory. So for example, following precise dance movements or doing, uh, I cannot tell you how many times I've been in a dance class, an exercise class, something, yoga, and everybody's doing this precise thing. And there I am off you know, and I, my, I'm my, i thinking I'm doing it the right way, but I'll get corrected oh, because wow. I'm, I'm not. Um, ballet. I mean, I was hysterical in ballet when I finally took it. You know, it's just because oh, if there's a need to be precise, it's just really hard to do.
0: See, I've never taken a dance class. I, I kind of would like to, but I'm just going to now blame my lack of ability to actually dance on this. Mm-hmm. not not my oh yeah you can
1: you yeah, can yeah, I, I mean i'm to. great for just free form rock and roll dancing i'm i'm i am the boss at that <laughs> however oh, no. if it had if there has to be some coordination it just doesn't work see i look like so, an idiot
0: dancing no matter what i do so <laughs> you know i got, I got so, a little two-step that i can do and that's about it
1: okay there you go there you go um so how does this affect ADHD other than the clumsiness? It, especially with kids, it often displays deficits in, in tasks requiring coordination of complex movements, such as handwriting. Yeah. And so that's the dysgraphia, which is the horrid handwriting. Um, yeah. Also, these kids seem clumsy and uncoordinated. And I'm reading now, I, I pulled some of this stuff off the National Institute of Mental Health site Uh, This Mm -hmm. is big studies that they've done. Uh, Many of the differences found in the neural systems between ADHD and neurotypical comparisons are present in the areas responsible for motor control. Okay, Mm -hmm. so we fall in, bump into things, knock things over, and it may not be because of distractibility or impulsiveness, but rather because of motor impairment. Um, Children with ADHD tend to show persistent motor skill impairment, which might mean um, the diagnosis of developmental coordination disorder as a core comorbid disorder with ADHD. Alrighty, so this is all a dopamine thing, David. It Studies is. Have That's shown. a crazy thing, right? Yeah, yeah. This is the the dopamine pathway is involved in the coordination of movement, and so altered dopamine function. Blah, blah 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 gives a rise to clumsiness and problems with gait balance and lateral laterality as well as gross and fine motor control all right here's the numbers this this just Uh-oh. blew me away okay children with adhd range it ranges from 30 to 52 percent are clumsy depending on the method measured um 53 per, 58 excuse me percent of children with predominantly inattentive subtype are clumsy 49% with ADHD combined type and 47 with ADHD hyperactive and impulsiveness had motor problems.
0: Wow. Yeah. Wow. It's interesting. The inattentive type ends up the winner on that one, 58 to 49 to 47. That's kind of interesting.
1: Yeah. It's yeah, that's that's a big difference, isn't it? But um, it
0: kind of it kind of leads to some questions about how biological. Like I've I think internally I've always assumed that at some level the type of ADHD that you end up with is maybe more of a nurture thing than a nature thing, you know. And maybe maybe there's um, maybe there's no. It's again, it's just my own theory. I have no. no I, I, I disagree. Yeah. yeah. yeah I disagree. You disagree? Yeah. Well, okay. Well, it's just but that's interesting. That's a different to think. podcast. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. So those are the, the physiological reasons, okay, the three that we've just listened listed, but what about being distracted? What about oh, being impulsive? Those are, uh, you, even so we're already struggling to have motor control and to be coordinated, and then you throw the distractions in there, and then you just throw the impulsiveness in there. And whammo,
0: it's true. It's true. Yeah. 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 Like the distractiveness and the 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 distractedness and impulsivity are kind of like maybe less dangerous if you don't have any of the other three going on. But we
1: we have some combination. (laughs) Yeah, we got it all. It's yeah. Oh
0: man. Oh, that is wild. You
1: know, and I can, as I look back as i've said at my injuries that i've had over the last years is it the i can it's directly connected to distractive to being either distracted or impulsive being excited about something um you know whatever and just go in and it, boom this big physical movement and bam there we go
0: yeah like suddenly i'm going to try this i don't know gym, gym gymnastic move <laughs> Oh yeah, because yeah. because I'm Simone Biles.
1: Because no, well Simone Biles is coordinated. Why am I not coordinated?
0: I know, right? Well, she's probably spent a few million hours practicing. Yeah. So there's and that. And we
1: don't know how she is when she's just walking around.
0: Right? Yeah, she might be amazing on the on the at the Olympics. Yeah. But then, like, yeah, crash she into might, her bathroom. Just, you know, exactly like, like door or something.
1: Yeah, you wonder. Yeah. You wonder. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, okay, that's
0: interesting stuff.
1: So that's the background stuff. Now, what do we do about it? Are we just hopeless, um, kinda? But we can also help mitigate some of this <laughs> medication. Yeah. medication. Oh, I'm sorry, David. Go ahead.
0: No, no, no. You're. Go. You're. I, I'm going to add one to this, but please continue. Medication makes man. a difference, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, because that helps with the d- dopamine dysregulation. So yeah. if the if the being uncoordinated gets connected to the dopamine, then there you go. Medication will help.
0: Yeah. Um, and and so like when we get to v- vertical heterophoria, we already mentioned it. You can get a specialized eye exam and glasses, but I did find the stat up to 50% of children with ADHD have a vision problem that contri- contributes to reading and learning difficulties. And that's the other thing is that that <laughs> eye misalignment can actually lead to all sorts of things like things that look like dyslexia or things mm-hmm. that look like just missing something obvious visually. And, and so obviously this podcast is not about children, but if you grew up with a a condition that was affecting you that way, I mean, that can cause you to have all sorts of long-term effects, including, you know, maybe, maybe some kind of learning disability that isn't exactly a learning disability, but it's correctable.
1: Right, and there are there's a big connection between learning disabilities they call it and ADHD, and it just may be this the visual vis- vertical heterophoria, and it hasn't been caught yet.
0: Yeah, exactly. Okay. But it's the yeah. corrective lenses, the fact that those exist, that's kind of amazing. I think.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's also exercises and all kinds of stuff they can do. Yeah. Right. Um, for that. Okay. So, what else can we do about our clumsiness? Practice complex movements and exercises uh so dance martial arts tai chi balancing exercises uh, is this practice. my excuse
0: to learn kung fu
1: yes <laughs> Man. as long as i get to sing the song in the background <laughs> um, which is probably not very politically correct anymore come to think of oh, it um, but it gets stuck in my head me? so
0: thank you for that
1: <laughs> sorry anytime david anytime <laughs> um yeah so complex com- movements practice balancing um Dr Hall- Hallowell, and I was trying to find some information about this before the podcast and I didn't I couldn't in the resources I was finding without joining TikTok which I was not going to do Same. um is is he's got a a balance exercise board thing that he says that it just makes a huge difference oh for adhd
0: oh okay i'm gonna yeah, research so that. david
1: yeah research that one
0: okay All
1: right. another thing we can do is reduce hazards clutter <laughs> you know thinking okay what can i do about this clutter the first time i fractured the bottom of my my heel was i was running down the stairs not paying attention and the dog ball was on the stairs and I stepped on it and bam.
0: All right. So maybe Um, my floor drobe isn't a good idea anymore.
1: Right. Or at least clear a pathway. (laughs) So if you have to go, you know, get up, go to the bathroom in the middle of the night or you're walking through your room, there's a pathway that you can follow instead of just having stuff be random.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's good.
1: Yeah. Um, Another, you know, reduce the hazards as i've gotten older it's i've realized it, i have to, i can't wear stupid shoes anymore i've oh, got to okay. darn it and then when i did my last um fractured my metatarsal a p- couple weeks ago i was wearing stupid shoes oh walking up the driveway in the dark in stupid shoes
0: so there was no Are you, regaining. Were you wearing like like nine-inch heels or something? No, like,
1: I don't. No, I have them still and I look at them. It was just a pair of clogs that didn't fit well and, and my foot has oh, okay. a lot of room to move around. All right. Because I right. kind of, anyway. Um, so reducing the hazards. Our, our French press coffee, coffee press, how many glass ones I have I broken?
0: Oh, Because I'm always banging
1: it. Yeah, so now we finally, Scott, said this is enough and we got a plastic one.
0: Oh, no, 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 no. No, see, the answer here is not to disagree with Scott. (laughs) Always, every critical system, you always have to have a redundancy. And so the last time I shattered my French press in the sink, my teenager was watching and laughing because he knew I hadn't properly caffeinated for the day. And I reached into the cabinet Uh and pulled out the next one.
1: Well, okay, so my approach to life, David, is to just, I'm sure the coffee isn't quite as fabulous in plastic as it is in glass, but I'm just, I don't want to be cleaning glass up anymore. I'm tired of that one.
0: Okay, well, fair enough. I mean, you know, maybe there will be a day when I'll do the same thing, but for now, I just keep an extra (laughs) around.
1: Yeah, okay, okay. Um, I'm more practical in that way than you are. Okay. One thing that I've learned to do is I've, As I, have after each break, whether it's the French press or a bone, I start to, okay, there's a danger zone. Oh, look at that. You know, and I've built my knowledge of my personal danger zones over time. So I know on stairs, I have to watch where I'm going and pay attention. I know now on hills, I have to pay attention. In the dark, that was my newest thing. Okay, hills in the dark. Oh, I have to pay attention. Um, While looking at your husband yeah looking at how cute he is in the house in the dark on the hill after a big windstorm right um where there's just what stuff could possibly go wrong what could po- in stupid shoes what could possibly go wrong so it's it's and i wish that there was a something that i could l- see learn all these lessons in advance but i'm maybe there is i'm not there i've got to build, okay dana and i'm probably going to get rid of the stupid shoes because i was wearing them thinking oh i'll be fine today
0: Hey, today will be the day that I'll be okay. It's New
1: Year's Day. It's a slow, quiet day. Nothing's going on. I'll be quiet. It'll be fine today. I can wear these and get away with it.
0: This is the thing, though. Is like you can't map out your danger zones until you crash into the into the, right. the problem spots. And that's like, it's it's funny because my analogy of always just like, I have to learn by bruising my head against the brick wall kind of becomes literal <laughs> at this exactly. moment.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: So it's it's this one's a correction after the fact, but I'm trying to reduce future things.
0: Yeah, you get better at it. it's like playing Operation, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was always so bad at that. That's a fine motor skill.
0: Right, fine motor skill, and you have to pay attention. <laughs> yeah, you have to. Pay and you can't impulsively go like, I know, I'm just going to reach in and get it this time, you know. Bzz. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <Bzz>. <laughs> And then, David, what's our last one there?
0: Oh, boy. This is our callback to last week. Yep. Forgive yourself.
1: Yeah. Giving up the I hope that the past could be different.
0: Because you can't unbreak your ankle, can you? Or your metatarsal. No. no. Or whatever it is.
1: No. <laughs> um, I have kind of a sad story on this one. Oh, so oh no. Last time I sprained my ankle, um, I went to urgent care, and the doctor was looking at my records, and he said, so, this is like the fourth foot injury you've had in seven years. And then he started asking me questions about my marriage and about Oh,
0: no. Oh. And, you know,
1: alluding that my husband was beating me.
0: Oh, no. Um,
1: which I it was heartbreaking on many levels because I'm married to the most supportive, loving, wonderful man in the world who wouldn't do that. But that the doctors have to even look at that was oh. horrendous.
0: Oh, you know that's what? unfortunate. Yeah. You
1: know what my answer was? If he was going to break a bone, it wouldn't be in my foot because he has to take over every household chore while I can't walk
0: he's not that dumb
1: (laughs) right if he's gonna injure me it's gonna be something where i can still function oh no No, i was was, totally
0: sure that you were gonna you were gonna say that the doc had (sighs) had had had, uh diagnosed you or was it going down the road of osteogenesis imperfecta the the, (laughs) do you remember that that's the that's the brittle bone disease like, oh my gosh movie Unbreakable with um, no
1: but I've heard of that yeah Samuel
0: Jackson and Bruce Willis yeah yeah you know, like where he just breaks every his bones are just like glass they just break all yeah. the time yeah
1: they just break all the time
0: and I was just I was I thought that's what you were you were gonna say but yours is actually far well I don't know which is worse I I, I, oh,
1: I yeah but anyway I thought, oh my
0: gosh oh no yeah. so I now have...
1: Scott goes to the doctor with me so they can see he's a wonderful sweet charming man and he's not gonna be dumb enough to injure a foot where I can't walk.
0: He's trying to head off the arrest. For six weeks. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow. Oh so God. there's,
1: we're laughing about it, but I there know. is sadness in all of this, isn't there?
0: There really is. And sometimes people with ADHD end up in relationships with people who are actually the kind of person that doctor was, was feeling around, you know, about mm-hmm. to see if, if mm-hmm. that's who you were with. And that would be that would be really tragic, um, yeah, and it does happen and and yeah, that's not a laughing matter at all nor no. nor is brittle bone disease, you know, nor so. is
1: brittle bone disease, no, no yeah. that's
0: terrible stuff, yeah, um yeah, goodness, and I can't imagine the combination of either of those with a d h d and the oh man, you know the clumsiness that goes along with that's that would that would be that would be terrible but i i guess I guess the one sort of um hopeful piece of this is that there are things we can do Mm -hmm. about, about the things that make us clumsy.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And that's good. Well, we'll recap those in the show notes and we'll, we'll do, we'll do some links out because you, you cited quite a few statistics, which are very interesting. And, um, and so we, we want our, you dear listener to know that we are not pulling these numbers out of thin air. Um, I've heard it said, you know, that 46% of all statistics are made up on the spot. <laughs> Actually, I just made that up. So
1: I... I, <laughs> but I knew no, that's we'll, what you are going to say, David. <laughs> so no, we'll,
0: we'll link out. So you can check out the source material on your own. It's very interesting stuff. This is uh, like if you're, especially if you're kind of the neuro nerd type and want to go want to go digging, there's a rabbit hole here for you. It's fun.
1: Yeah. Okay. So everybody... Thanks. Be careful out there.
0: <laughs> and share your stories. I mean, if you have share a story, story. you want to share, I think we should read some of the best on Oh, on a, I'd, on ha- be yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd be I'd, happy to. Yeah, too. I'd be Absolutely. happy
1: to. I'd be happy to. Yeah.
0: yeah, so just drop your story in, the e- in an email to us. You can you can drop it to hello at kicksomeadhd.com. And you can also tell your story. So if you have a notes recording app on your phone that lets you record, record yourself telling the story. We may pick the best one. Let's just say we will pick the best one, and we'll just run it on a future episode. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, attach the recording to an email and send it to hello at KixomADHD.com. And we will have a good time uh, hearing your story, and and we'll share the best one. Yeah,
1: and by the time you hear this, I will be almost out of my boot.
0: I hope so, Dana. I'm so sorry in the boot. Me too. You have to be extra careful while you're in that boot. You don't want to crash into stuff.
1: (laughs) Again, to hurt the other foot. Exactly. Okay. Anyway, that's enough for today. David, go out and kick some ADHD, everybody, and take care of yourself. Be kind to yourself and have a fantastic week.
0: So, what do you think? Is kick some ADHD making a difference in your life? If so, join the movement. Help Dana and me help more people. Just share and kick some ADHD with your people and leave a rating and review in your podcast app. It does help us spread the word that living with ADHD doesn't have to be so hard.